every night in my dreams. I see you. I feel you. That is how I know you. Go on. Far across the distance and spaces between us, you have come to show you go on. Near, far, wherever you are, I believe that the heart does go on. Once more, you open the door and you're here in my heart and my heart will go on. That was beautiful. Thank you. That was beautiful. Hi, I'm Sophie Hadamio. I'm Paul Rucker. <laughs> I'm Natalie Cowan. And this is the body. The blood. The Michelada. A podcast. A podcast. I'm not even going to try and do it at the same time because I know I'm not. <laughs> oh, God. to you remotely from our homes. Woo! Each of our homes. Because we're social distancing. Yeah. Yay. Everyone stay home. If you don't stay home, you're stupid. Unless you have to work, yes. then you're still stupid. I mean, I'm 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 stupid in the sense that I could be home, but I gave up after a week and went back to work. Well, what are you gonna do? I'm just not chilling. Have money. That's what I was like thinking. I was like, I could just be getting so much money right now if I work, mm -hmm. and then mm -hmm. yeah. Um, I'm chilling. I'm, I'm getting greed. paid. I'm getting paid like my 40 hours a week and chilling at home. I just want to say, cool. like, we're like so lucky and it's weird to feel lucky at this time because I just feel like it's about to get worse for us because we ended up with one of the few companies that actually gives a shit. Yeah. True. Although, yeah, I mean, they just keep extending the stay. They keep giving us more things. But it also which is makes kind me realize. I, but it also makes yes. me realize that they always had the option of giving us more money and more benefits. They just didn't because they could get away with it. True. Although, like, I mean, that's any company, really. Yeah, that that is. So it's like a really weird way to be thinking right now <laughs> anywho i don't know i'm thankful i have a job i'm thankful i'm at home and not dying in a hospital yes yeah thank god or thank somebody thank cthulhu <laughs> <sighs> anywho uh it's our thank anniversary episode. Jones. you know what <laughs> Ooh, i do think Rashida jones she's amazing yeah she is she's i'm glad she exists um, I think she deserves an award for her existence. Yeah, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I I don't I don't know what kind of uh, award you would call it, but like she should get it. Um, the Rashida Jones Lifetime Achievement Award. Oh yes, I mean she is like a big time <laughs> producer and writer. And she gets behind a lot of, um, like, independent artists. So, yes. Mm -hmm. Yes, we should all be um, proud of Rashida Jones and be giving her a Lifetime Achievement Award. 
Also, her workout videos are fire. Rashida Jones has workout video work? Yeah, yeah. She'll instead of getting like a personal trainer, um, she ha- hired a dancer to be her personal trainer, so they just make up dances. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, she posts them and it's great. Check out her Instagram, Ooh. y'all. I will. Yeah, I will too. So what's everyone drinking today? I so I am, have um a, oh. oh. Who who wants to go first? <laughs> it's it weird because matter. I can't see like, you. No. The delay is awful. Okay, I, have, I have a shot of vodka in this, um, but also it's mostly pineapple truly, and then it's topped with orange soda because we're classy. Ooh. It sounds delicious. I am a classy lady. I, I am just drinking the exact same thing I did last week, which is a Moscow Mule, because I was prepared, like, the last time I went to the store, I bought a giant thing of vodka. I bought a bunch of uh, ginger beer and a ton of limes so that I could just make Moscow mules forever. Nice. Although these are some of the juiciest limes I have ever seen because by the time I was done squeezing just two limes, a quarter of my cup was filled with lime juice. Oh my God, that's amazing. I know. Those are like, excellent lines. And then I added so much vodka. First, I added a double. Well, more than a double. I added three ounces of vodka. And then, and like, then I. Fuck it. And then I poured more. So I'm drinking like five mm-hmm. ounces of vodka mm-hmm. right now. And I'm actually done. You can probably hear it in my voice because I'm starting to slur. I, <laughs> I finished my drink waiting for you. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. You're um, dumb. Yeah, I, I probably I mean, have about five ounces of gin in mine mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which five ounces of gin tastes a lot different than five ounces of vodka you can really taste the oh, five ounces yes. of gin <laughs> yeah you can taste it <laughs> with the vodka it's a little smoother like you can you can mask it with some no, flavors no. but five ounces of gin is a lot <laughs> yeah uh, it has, it has like that distinct like jizz is what's happening over here. Like rubbing, like that rubbing alcohol flavor, like in the back of your mm-hmm. throat. Mm-hmm. Which is delicious, but yeah. <laughs> oh yes, but yeah, mine is uh, gin, passion cranberry juice, and then um, watermelon lime seltzer water. Is good. it a spiked seltzer or just a regular seltzer? It's just a regular seltzer. I'm trying to cut down on soda. Oh, nice, 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 nice. It's not, it's not going well because these are not delicious on their own. No, they need to be mixed with things. They need vodka or something. They're like yeah. juice. That's the only way. You know, it would be great. Some sugar and sweeteners, like that would be some <laughs> artificial sweetener. Plain, <laughs> unsweetened, like fruity seltzer is just depressing. It's like unflavored soda. Like, yeah, why, why would you want it's that? So terrible. I don't know. I don't. I don't because it's know. okay. It's because my dad can't have, like, a ton of the stuff that he likes to drink. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like, oh, I'm not going to drink the things I like to drink. And then I'm just like, fuck, why did I do that? Solidarity <laughs> sucks. Um, yes. I was very glad to um, speak to your dad briefly when I FaceTimed you yesterday. Oh, I know. 
Um, I, I don't know why, but because, you you know, he's been, he just got out of the hospital. Mm-hmm. I figured, like, he might just be in bed, like, withering away, and he's just, like, on the porch doing what he normally does. And I was like, oh, thank God. No, he's been getting up today. He's walking without the walker. He wants to get back to just using the cane. Nice, nice. Uh, um, He went outside to sit on the porch again. So I'm he's, sure he he's, loves that. Yeah, he's getting up and doing stuff. He's not like super active or anything, but oh yeah, um, I mean you yeah, really I'm, can't be right now. So yeah, I, thankfully like it's not too horrible for him because no one is super active right now. No one can do anything, mm-hmm. so it's not yeah. just him missing out. And we're here, yeah. and I'm I'm gonna watch the uh, the Mister Rogers movie with him later. So. Oh, um, I have that. it. I should watch it. I've never watched it. I have it. I've been waiting for him to come home so we can see it. Nice, nice. Have you yeah. watched any cool documentaries you- with him? Has he watched Tiger King or what is it? <laughs> uh, Tiger I don't King. think he would like Tiger King. I it's was watching so Tiger King. I watched like good. I still I haven't watched, seen it. Like but an I like episode and a half of it, and I was like, okay. Like I hear no, no episode you, ha- three, you like have to keep watching every episode. It just gets crazier and crazier. And it's, it's amazing. Once they start talking about Carol Baskin and you're like, Oh my God, this, these people are fucking insane. Well, they're, they're people from Florida. Well, no, only That's Carol fair. Baskin That's is in Florida. Fair. Everyone else. I think they're in, uh, I think it's Oklahoma. Well, oh, oh, some, one Oakies of them is like South Carolina, right? I'm not sure. I know Carol Baskin's in Florida, and I think Joe Exotic's Zoo is in Oklahoma. And then, but it's like everyone is so crazy because then there's Doc Antle who runs a vegan tiger sex cult. And then they bring in this other guy who's a drug lord who, like, Tony Montana was based off of because this guy fucking murdered, chopped up, and then burned a federal agent. But he also owns tigers. And then Shaq is there for some reason, and he's there buying tigers from Joe Exotic. And then someone sets fire to Joe's recording room, which houses the alligators that were owned by Michael Jackson, and they die. Like, it's crazy. What the fuck? What? Also, I haven't Joe Exotic is a gay polygamist it? who has multiple husbands who are all straight. He somehow convinces these straight boys to like love him, and he and like entices them with like okay. free gifts and meth. Well, for meth. And then okay, Carol Baskin, who is supposed to get yeah, Carol Baskin that is supposed to be the bitch. good person, but she's that fucking bitch in Florida. She murdered her ex-husband and fed him to tigers. There's now See, she's not in charge. She did that, but she definitely murdered her husband and fed him to tigers. There's no way she didn't. I and mean, when you watch the documentary, you'll see her a bad person. Well, no, but when that, you see her, um, you're going to be so weirded out by her because she's fucking weird too. I heard mm-hmm. she was a hitchhiker that her husband picked up on the side of the road when she was like 19 and he was 40. And okay, yes. That's like how half of our parents met. Yeah. And there's Although, 
They've see the funny thing is she, that's how she tells the story that she was just like picked up because she was sad and walking. But the area she was picked up in Florida is uh, like a notorious like a uh, hooker like prostitute area. Oh, it's but is it no that one ever mentions that. That Eileen Warnos picked up her men. I probably oh because it's like a notorious yeah so but she doesn't mention that so she was picked up as a prostitute by this man oh it's crazy and then she murdered him and then what's weird is okay. she changed so if you're a she changed on that highway you become a killer that's what I right. believe here and she like changed his will and she got all his money and then he has now she has this new husband who's like off he's a fucking weirdo too it's just you have to watch it you have to watch the whole thing it's amazing i can't i hope there's a season two i hope the season two is about like the incarceration of carol baskin because i want her to go down for the murder of her ex-husband well they would have to that's either one not be coming yet because well what's the statute of on that kind of thing on murder i don't I don't think there, there is like, no if there of is yeah yeah on like on first degree murder I don't think there is if you could prove that it happened they could still go after you well what is it in the United States 40% of murders go unsolved or something yes and then depending on what state you're in it it, it goes up and down um I uh recently saw um a like a list of like the states you don't want to live in because if you get murdered that shit's gonna go unsolved and though it's not a state the district of columbia was like number three and it had like a maybe like 60 percent of the cases are unsolved and i was like uh, oh god i'm glad i'm gone i'm glad i moved away yeah if anyone's it's gonna get murdered it's definitely sophie i offend people on accident so often you on accident i think you know what you're doing (laughs) actually you're right i do this on purpose anywho you start screaming uh, at strangers about they're scientologists paul not strangers (laughs) no you've screamed at strangers too you have screamed at strangers i've elbowed them too Remember that man outside of the, the theater when we were watching Harry Potter? Yes. <laughs> what uh, man outside started, of the theater? There was a man. I don't even know what he said, but you started yelling at him. We had to pull you away. <laughs> oh Wait, like, when, was this in San Francisco or when we saw the Yes, movie? it was in San Francisco. No, it was outside the theater in San Francisco. I don't remember this at all. (laughs) Yeah, we were walking to go get ramen. No. No. No, I was. I um, saved that woman's life and she seemed bothered by it. (laughs) (laughs) We're just going to walk in front of a truck. Yeah, and I was like, no! And the guy next to her, who you also helped save, was like, thanks for that. That was scary. Then that lady is like, fuck you, bitch. Yeah, and I was like, I'm sorry I saved your life, lady. Um, oh, um, Maybe she saw the future. Know, it's our anniversary episode of the <gasps> Happy podcast. Happy anniversary, guys! What Happy is anniversary. anniversary. Yeah, it's our paper anniversary. It's our paper uh, anniversary. I'll send you guys both a crane. 
Thanks. Um, maybe I will send a postcard. I never send postcards. Oh, you know what? I have a surplus of postcards. I can send it. It'll be like I'm visiting uh, this place right now, but I'm not because I'm just home. I had. I think I have mm-hmm, a couple mm-hmm. from Portland, and I have some from Vegas. I'm just gonna I, get oh, random postcards from, uh, online. We Nashville. Ooh, yeah. I'll send you postcards Wait, from uh, Croatia. <laughs> Ooh, I'm gonna look for postcards right now. There you go. You know what I found um, out? Croatia is like a vegan paradise for some reason. There's so many vegan places in oh, Croatia. I have heard that actually. It's weird. I only know that because I was talking to the owners no. of a vegan like restaurant, Snack Village, and they honeymooned in Croatia because of how many vegan places there are there. You know what? It is mostly because um, Croatia was very poor for a very long time, so they kind of learned how to live off the bare minimum. So meat wasn't an option. Mm. Meat and dairy. So then it just naturally more people. That makes sense. It's the same with like Indian food and stuff like that. Like it's all very easily vegan or already vegan. Yeah. Also, a lot of like because traditional Mexican dishes are vegan because it's all it's yes. beans, rice, and some vegetables. Yeah, the the cheese wasn't really introduced until later because like they didn't need the cheese, and that's mm-hmm. more of an American thing. But the cheese is good. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. I do love good cheese. Oh, you know, there's a vegan woman on TikTok that I follow. Who I'm just like, damn, everything she makes, like, I want to eat because it looks delicious. I forgot what her name is. Oh, that lady with the soothing voice? Yes. And then she just has, like, really nice affirmations for the end of every day. And you're just like, aw, thanks. She believes in me. Also, her, um, her, uh, her version of scallops looked delicious. I mean, Paul wouldn't like it because it's mushrooms, but, like, it looked fucking Mm -hmm. good. It looked really good. My favorite TikToker right now is the the Paradise Bartender because I just love watching her make drinks. Oh, that's so when you sent me, right? Yeah, that's the one I sent you. I follow her on Instagram now too. I just I love watching her make drinks because you can't experience so that right now. Exactly. Like I want to go where she is, but she lives in Hawaii. So we'd have to go to Hawaii uh, to visit this bartender who works at a bowling I, alley. I would like to go to Hawaii. Can Which we visit this bartender who works in a bowling alley? Yes. Yes. Okay. What island is she on? I is don't she on know. Island? She. Um, I could probably check. I follow her on Instagram. Why do you need to know Let's what see. island she's on, Natalie? Because so we could go find her. Are better. Yeah, there's many islands. What if we go to the wrong one? Uh, she lives in, or she lives at least near Honolulu. Okay. Because her PO box is in Honolulu, so she has to live somewhere close. So she, yeah. Okay. Because it would be like really complicated to have to take a boat to get your mail or a helicopter or whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, so it's our anniversary, and um, because it's our anniversary, um, and I don't know what you do for anniversaries other than give gifts based off what year it is. 
this is our paper anniversary. We're going to just talk about the 2020 will be... God, could you imagine what gift we'd have to have to represent 2020? Um, it's been horrible. Oh, it, it'll it would just be, be like a paper um, face mask. Paper face mask? <laughs> oh, that's actually perfect. Yeah, it's really appropriate. <gasps> Although the Surgeon General recommends cloth, not paper. Use cloth if you're making face masks. Well, yeah. I bought some vacuum bags, so I'm going to make some face masks, some cloth ones that you can put the vacuum bag inside because they have... The ones I have are down to five microns. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's actually, yeah, they said that the vacuum cleaner filters work pretty well. Although, well, and if they you said make if you can't get... Like, the pocket one, you could reuse it. And they said if you can't get filters, then just using a thick cloth mask will reduce the amount of spread. So at least do something. If I'm you go outside, wear a face mask, please. without masks. Yeah. I know I hate Especially it. Especially because, like, now everyone's making a big deal about it. Yeah. But IDK. Some people, I guess, they don't care, and they're like, "It's fake anyway." But those people will die. Those. It's people. all the old fine. people. We can get rid it's of them. Old people and frat boys. Why are old people and frat boys uh, COVID deniers? I've just been baking a lot. I made a cake, a chocolate cake, not for our anniversary, but I'll say it's for our anniversary. Aww. I mean, post a picture of it. We'll, we'll be like, this is our anniversary cake. Here's there the is recipe. one slice left. <laughs> Actually, oh, okay. um, it was my cousin's daughter's birthday on um, Friday, and my mom and well craig they facetime to sing happy birthday and so my mom made a little cake so we could have a cake Aww. here and then Aww. you ate it i had one slice and nobody else ate any cake and i was like what was the point why did we do this <laughs> it, it was ceremony lives now this is my livelihood Ugh. I hate that I work tomorrow because I worked so hard on my nails last night. But um, that's that's my fault. That's my fault. I've been meaning to paint my nails since I'm not going to work for a month, but I keep forgetting. I'm also dyeing my hair. I'm going to dye my hair blue, everyone. Yeah. Oh, oh, you can look like the gay from Los Spookies. <gasps> yeah. I love that show. I hope it comes back. I mean, I don't know why I just love like it. I finally watched the Perks of Being a Wallflower last night. <gasps> oh my so god, good. me and Joel were talking it about was really that good. It's really or yesterday. It's really sad and upsetting, but it was really good. But that's the point. Because <laughs> he was I saying know, like it, he used to good. like love to watch that movie when it first came out, and he was like, yeah, this is deep. And then he saw it, like, last week, and he's like, it doesn't hit as hard as it did now. And I'm just like... Well, yeah, he's, he's not a child white anymore. Kids. But then he was like... I was telling him about how I... I liked the book more, but, like, I didn't like that there was a lot of disconnect on what his issues were from the book to the movie. Mm -hmm. 
And he's like, oh shit, I didn't realize the ant molested him and his best friend had committed suicide and shit. I was like, yeah, that's like, that's like Wait, the Wait, he said he didn't realize that his aunt molested him? I thought they made it pretty clear that his watching? aunt molested him in the movie. I don't know. It was know. very clear. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's why he's like a really socially awkward because like shit happened to him. Yeah, yeah because his favorite kid. family member molested him. Yeah, and yeah. he doesn't know how to deal with it. And then he His wished that she died, and then he she died. Who died? Yeah. And then his best friend committed. It's like it's crazy. It's all crazy. It's a sad movie. Everything's yeah. wild. It's a sad movie, but it's they really could be sad. Good. Just for one day. Yeah. Ooh, speaking of wait, sad, do you know what they added to Netflix? Uh, the boy in the straight pajamas. Everyone, watch it. Oh, oh God. <laughs> It's one of my favorite movies, oh my actually. God. It's so depressing, and I love it. I no, love no, it. No, no, it's really good. It's it's, it's so good, such a it's good like movie. Saddest it's so movie. depressing. Oh my god! Natalie made me watch it because she's like, "This movie's so fucking sad. You need to see it." <laughs> yeah, I, and I was just like, I did a college. <laughs> I did a college you know presentation what? on it, and I showed the end of the movie. The Bridge of Terabithia with me. Oh, I would have gotten over making you watch sad <laughs> movies, but then you didn't. So now you have to watch every sad movie. That's what you get for not watching the Bridge of Arabithia. <laughs> I still haven't seen that movie. I know. <laughs> I know Zoe Deschanel's in it. She sure is. <laughs> She's a teacher or something. She sure is. God. And little baby Josh Hutchinson. <laughs> oh, little baby Josh Hutchinson. Yep. Little baby. All right, so the Titanic. The oh, Titanic. Yeah. Going from one tragedy to another. <laughs> oh, another tragedy. The, mm. the national tragedy that we now make uh, slides out of at pumpkin patches for some reason. Do I love you that slide. In a so hundred years, we're gonna have some sort of attraction at a pumpkin patch to commemorate this time. Or oh, any, I thought you were gonna um, say nine eleven because I've always wondered. Like, I thought you were gonna say nine eleven too. One hundred years from now, there's gonna be like it's gonna be like a slide in the shape of a plane, like going into a building, and you slide down it. See, I was thinking it was gonna be like when you like climb, you know, like mountain climbing. Oh, like, yeah, I could see that. 9-11. And then we're going to have, like, 9-11 sales or something. There are people well, that one mattress, that mattress company did the 9-11 sales, and it's amazing. Yeah, it's but so they funny. still got, like, in trouble for it. Yeah. Oh, they got in so much trouble. But that's what I'm saying. I think, I think eventually it's not, like, no one's going to care. It's going to be a while, though, I feel like, because... We're very patriotic about well, it was an, because it's an American tragedy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, now it's. I mean, isn't it now kind of a holiday? We just call it Remembrance Day. Yeah. yeah. But like, do the children remember? They weren't even alive. No, a lot of children don't remember. <laughs> 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 see, the pe- people have become so desensitized to just saying uh, 9-11 always uh, never forget like 
Oh, never it's forget drink. Yeah. Never forget. Oh, oh yeah, drink. drink everyone. Do you remember going to airport security without them shoving a finger up your bum? Pepperidge Farm remembers. There was a point in time where that wasn't a thing. Maybe not for you. No. <laughs> well, that makes you're sense. not dark enough to get that screening. <laughs> yeah. Well. Okay. It depends on the season. Yeah, and, um, and the summer. That's for true. Sure you got it. Yeah. Yeah, when I'd come home from New Mexico, yes, for Do sure. You remember the twenty-first night, September. Now that I'm thinking about it, whenever I'd visit my grandparents in New Mexico because they just had like their plop of land in the middle of nowhere, it was mm -hmm. like we were quarantined. That's what life was like. We lived off the land. Well, that's what it's like in Guatemala. Like, you don't go anywhere. And the only time we would like leave the house is if we needed groceries or to take my grandpa to dialysis. Also, I just realized how how deep my empath problems like run because like when my grandpa got his leg amputated that first summer that I saw him I couldn't walk because it felt like my legs would give out underneath me and that I think you've told that story on summer. this podcast before <laughs> because it's a true story. She's sensitive, Aubrey. <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> I just feel things okay. <laughs> Anyways, I Titanic. Okay. Titanic. Okay. Titanic. This is, this is a Another podcast tragedy. of Titanic proportions. Mm. It is. We're at 30 minutes and we don't have a story. I oh, know, I isn't that crazy? Yeah. We have we just, <laughs> all of our stories. Well, it's because stories we have so are five minutes apiece. Because, like, we haven't seen each other. I know. I know. There's a lot happening in the world. Oh, um, so my Titanic story, um, is insinuates that it wasn't <laughs> an iceberg that happened. Oh, please do tell us the rest of this story. <laughs> Okay. I would love so I would anyways. love to hear a story. Okay, I'm telling I love you. a story. Ta listen to story. the story. Story. Um the Titanic. Hold oh, on. Would you like drink. to hear a story? I would actually I would love to hear a story. If anyone has a story right now, I would love to hear it. Oh my god. Sophie. <laughs> Sophie, would you would you like to hear a story, Sophie? <laughs> Yeah, I like to hear a story. Oh god, I have a wonderful story. Okay, tell us. I, I have a wonderful story too. Do you now? I do. Natalie, Natalie, do you have a story? Yes, I do have a story. A wonderful story, full of images and marvel. We're not gonna post the images because we're lazy. Is it is it a long story? Is it a never ending story? It's a never ending story. It's I still going to this day. Too. A never ending story. A horse, a horse dies in some mud. 
I hate to. I'm sorry I spoiled that for you, but there's a horse that dies. What? And a big carpet dragon or something. There's a dragon. <laughs> Do they eat the horse? If a horse dies and you don't eat it, it's 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 a it's a waste. Wait, it's no, no, waste. no, I think I remember. Doesn't it doesn't it fall in a swamp? Yes, and it dies there. <laughs> okay. This is a children's story, by the way. Mm-hmm. They have to know sometimes things die. The things that death, die. Death comes for us all, children. I'm peeling off Little my Sophie. nail polish. Little Sophie, if you're listening to this, you will die. Your mother will die. We are all going to die. Everyone in your family will die. Everyone you've ever loved or cared about. Die. Do you think it's appropriate to listen to the podcast with Sophie now, Natalie? Huh, Natalie? Do you think it's appropriate? (laughs) Stop writing her jock, okay? She's doing the best she can. (laughs) It's gotten to the point Um, where she says she has to put herself in timeout when her kid misbehaves (laughs) because she just needs to get away from her damn kid. You guys hear it? Here today, Paul is against single mothers. <laughs> wow, Paul. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. Wow. Uh, each each of the awesome. single mothers. Um well I know which friend is now the favorite amongst uh Natalie's mom because she <laughs> at one point was a single mother. That is true. Her. Natalie's mom loves so, me. Also, I sent them toilet paper last week, so I'm a fucking hero. Ooh. She gave me a compliment. <clears throat> she did. I don't have she any toilet paper to give times. out. Um, I'm just a really generous person. Sophie just mailed me some. Oh my god. I saw it went on sale on Amazon. And I was like, oh shit, it might sell out. Let's get it. I did that. I'm a hero, guys. You My are dad also remember? loves Sophie. He told her yesterday on the phone. He did. He did. He did say that. Did he you told call me my he father, doesn't... Paul? I did not call your he father. Doesn't like I'm the... sorry. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, I did not call him. I called you because I was bored and I wanted to play games, but like he was there. That's true. Oh, Paul, you should play with us. We have this game on our phone so we can, like, video chat and play games. Is it that house party thing? Yes. Because Sophie sent me a link for it and I downloaded it. And then that was it. Oh, we should all play. After this, we'll play a game. We'll play a game. Okay. Okay. So, Vanyak Barat. Barat. I can't say his name. I'm so sorry. I need to learn it. So, Vagnac. He's 25 years old. He's on the Titanic. He's supposed to be delivering his father's books. Who he, His father was a noted author from Armenia to the United States because he is trying to get them into stores there. Anyways, he um, was in this bunk with a, a few other guys. He, I think, was like a second-class passenger, so... 
he was free to walk around really everywhere except uh, sometimes he wasn't allowed in the ballroom, but that was about it. That's what he said. Anyways, so one night, this is on April 14th, the night that everything goes down. He and his bunkmates are sleeping in his cabin and they hear a giant fucking explosion. And a lot of other survivors also noted hearing an explosion. But the crew who survived, they maintained that there was no explosion that night. Everybody must be mistaken. It was the scraping of the boat against the iceberg. Mm -hmm, but yet, mm -hmm. everyone says there was no fucking iceberg. Oh. Anyways, uh, Vanyak, he and his friend that he made, who was his cabin mate, they, um, they go up to the first deck. And they're like, okay, what's going on? They're like, okay, we're going to be evacuating people, um, women and children first, because OBS. Um, they basically told them, you need to stand back uh, because you are not getting on these first lifeboats. If anyone, it's going to be a rich I'm sorry, person. but you're poor. You're poor. The poor people die. But, like, um, everyone knows that. Yeah. Yeah. He, they... Vanyak maintains that throughout them uh, boarding passengers onto the lifeboats, they could hear something going on down below deck. Like there was multiple explosions happening while the uh, boat was deboarding. And then as it was sinking, he decided, he and his friend, they got life vests, um, that they were just going to jump off and uh, try and swim. Because uh, it'd be better than going down with the boat. So they jumped into the water. His friend did not make it. He has no idea oh, what no. happened to his friend. But he probably died. Now to say, spoiler, he's dead. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, Vanyak ended up in the water. And uh, he... Uh, well, it was below freezing water temperatures. So, yeah, it was a cold fucking night, but they did not see any icebergs anywhere. But the crew still maintains that there was a very obvious iceberg in the middle of the ocean that they somehow scraped against. But nobody who survived saw it. And Vanyak eventually is, like, frozen, just floating around until he, his head hits the back of, like, a lifeboat. And then he's like, hi, I'm still alive. Can you save me? And then the lifeboat's like, no, if we add another person onto this lifeboat, we'll start to sink and we need to make sure everyone on this lifeboat survives. But then a woman stands up and she's like, that's my son. Please save my son. My, my husband died on that ship. I can't lose my son, our family name. So um, they pull him out of the water. And uh, because of that woman, Vanyak survived. But he continues she's a real, to... She's uh, a real classy bitch. Good. Yeah, she's a yeah. real hero. Um, by the way, um, Vanyak... Who, uh, Kate, uh, what's her name? The lady that's in the movie. Uh, no, it wasn't um, the American lady played by oh. Kathy Bates. Uh, it was another she, woman. She's like, yeah. we gotta save him. And she, they're like, fuck you. Mm-hmm. But apparently, if you could be like, oh, but the end of my family name dies with this person, they're like, oh, you're, you're right, let's save them. That's why people care about that shit. Yeah. 
I don't, I don't know why names are names, but okay. So, um, this woman, she was such a real one that Vanyaki had, um, put his, a little bit of money in his passport in a bag around his neck. And she mm -hmm. took it off him when they pulled him in to keep it safe. So nobody would take it. And so when he woke up in the hospital, eventually, cause, uh, it was so cold. He eventually passed out. She, uh, she gave it back to him. Like she didn't steal anything. Aww. And uh, they maintained their relationship through uh, until she passed away. Because, you know, she's a real one. Aww. Mm -hmm. Anyways, That's he cute. has multiple books on, on the subject of the Titanic. He's done multiple interviews. And, like, he's, like, a famous, like, scholar. He did other things besides write about the Titanic. Because, like, it wasn't going to consume his life. But he mm -hmm. never mentions ever seeing the uh, iceberg. And in fact, he met with a lot of survivors afterwards. And when they talk about there being an iceberg there, a lot of them say it never happened. There was no iceberg. But they did all hear the explosion. So um, during the New York trials, when uh, they were trying to figure out who was at fault for the sinking of the ship, the, um, a lot of the, well, the few workers that survived from below deck, which I, I'm impressed that somebody from below deck survived. They said that when the boat left Belfast to Southampton in one of the coal chambers, a fire had started. But oh, because these coal chambers in this, in the boat were so giant they can never get it out. And in fact, if you look at some pictures of the Titanic, you'll notice on part of the bottom of it, there's like this big dark mark on one of the walls. And they're saying that's caused from the fire that was going from the time it set sail. And it would probably, because of how long it'd been burning, weaken the outside of the boat. Kind of brittle. And turned it brittle, so anything that bumped against it would have basically made it, like, break. Mm -hmm. But, because it was a giant-ass fire and they couldn't maintain it, they suggested that it had spread into even more cold chambers. Because one cold chamber being on fire isn't unheard of on a ship. But because it was so big and they couldn't control it, it had spread and basically made the entire bottom part of the ship so weak that something scraped against it and basically, like, made a hole. And then because there was this fire and coal everywhere, things just started blowing up. Okay. But the for some reason, when, during, when they went to court, they're like, oh, the, a fire on a boat? Like... No, there's no way that would have caused it, and they ignored that. Even though it's, like, the most um, plausible thing to have happened. But there's another theory so that, um... Yeah. There was another theory that a submarine... Oh, God. Uh, oh, U-boat, yeah. ...had attacked the Titanic that night in order to kill some very important people on board. I don't I know what important people, because there was a lot of important people on board. 
because at the time um nobody was at war with each other the world was at peace but there were a lot of very rich powerful people on board that um it would be better off if they died in certain people's cases mm. and that's why the boat was attacked but um mind you this all happened at night the uh, titanic was at full speed and it's really hard for even a submarine now to attack a boat like that and you know actually hit it so it's really unlikely that that happened but that's also a popular theory about why people kept hearing explosions but i definitely think it had something to do with the giant fire in uh in the ship so yeah there's that that that's my story. The Titanic was never hit, or the, never hit an iceberg. It's a beautiful story. story. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, my theory or my story actually kind of works with your story, Sophie. Ooh. Yes. So my story is about how J.P. Morgan was actually behind the whole thing. So your boss. Yeah. So my my boss. Thanks for the time off, speak. by the way. You don't speak I don't speak for, for him more than me. These are your own um, My findings. own opinions and stories. Um, so another theory is, so J.P. Morgan wanted to create the um, Federal Reserve Banks. He was a big advocator for them, and he also wanted like the, the golden uh, silver standard in the United States. But there were some people that were very opposed to that. There was John Jacob Astor, and the co-owner of Macy's, Idris Stratters. So these three men were on there. Well, all four of them, J.P. Morgan, and these three men were supposed to be all on the Titanic on their way to the United States to argue their points. J.P. Morgan for the Federal Reserve and these three gentlemen against the Federal Reserve. But at the last moment, J.P. Morgan didn't board the Titanic. He was like, oh, uh, I'm actually going to go buy some art. I'll see you guys there. I'll just get there a couple days after you buy. You know what's weird? One of the survivors of the Titanic was Guggenheim of the Guggenheim. Oh, and J.P. Morgan wanted to uh, go buy art elsewhere. What the fuck? Yeah, shady. Yeah, so he was like, "Oh, bye. I don't. I don't want to do this. Bye." Um, and because those three gentlemen died, J.P. Morgan got his way, and now we have the Federal Reserve in the United States. So not only did J.P. Morgan end up becoming a huge power in the United States. The United States became the United States, essentially, because now we have the Federal Reserve, which backs all of the banks. Um, mm. So the theory is that he he had the Titanic sink so that he could get his way and kind of shape America the way he wanted it. I can believe that, because rich people so are idea, crazy. Yeah, yeah right I mean, look, at, look at what's happening now. Yeah. They don't give a shit about anybody. No, they don't care about innocent lives. As long as the economy is. A thousand people. Yeah. I don't know what's happening, man. Even now, it's like, what is a couple hundred thousand people? Yeah. 
No one cares. What did what is it that they said like old people would be willing to die for America? Like yeah. what? Um no. No they wouldn't. Yeah, but that theory plays into your theory where there wasn't actually an iceberg. Mm-hmm. Um, it was sabotage. It also plays into yeah. like the U-boat, like someone powerful paid for this ship to go down. Yeah, because it there was nobody, like no one in the world was fighting yet. Like yeah, world there was no War point. One hadn't there was started. no reason for a U-boat to be out in the middle of the Atlantic because it wasn't the Titanic didn't sink near any borders particularly. Mm-hmm. Wasn't no, it, like, it was tw- like in the middle of the ocean. Yeah. So, so fishy, fishy, very fishy. Super There's fishy. also a theory that the Titanic was cursed, which I thought was interesting. And that was Ooh, that's actually the, what my story is about. Ooh, is it the one about the Pope? Because I will stop talking. No, it's not about the Pope. Okay. Ooh, tell us about the Pope. Okay, so I, I know about the, the Pope one, though. So the whole number for the Titanic was three nine zero nine zero four. And if you flip it upside down, it looks like it says no Pope. Um, so the yeah, so the idea is that it was actually cursed because it was blasphemy. You know how it was built in like Ireland. Um, and so because of that, the Titanic was cursed, and that's why it went down was because it was blasphemous against the Pope at the time. You know what? Well, if you speak out against the Pope, thousands of people die. Yeah. Also because of the mummy. There's also a mummy's curse on the Titanic. That's my story, is the mummy's curse. Oh, you fucking cunt. Oh, huh? Tell us about about the the mummy's curse. Oh, I could tell you about the mummy's curse. Um, Ooh, okay, so I'm gonna now. give you a little. You I'm gonna give you a little background the first. Curse. The okay. mummy's curse. Mummy, mummy, mummy's curse. Mummy's curse. Mummy's curse. 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 It sounds more like a um, like a Scooby Doo episode. Like they board a fucking ship to go and discover mm-hmm. the mummy's curse. So, okay, in the I late nineteen. That probably is. I'm sure this is just a Scooby-Doo episode that someone like mistook for real life, and they were like, oh my god. Yeah. So, in the late 19th century Egypt, uh, a weird... all of this year uh, has been an episode of the Scooby-Doo. I believe it. At yes. the end, yes, 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 they're yes. going to show up and they're going to take off Donald Trump's face, and it's going to be like Emperor Palpatine. <laughs> They're going to be like, Emperor Palpatine. <laughs> it's Dick Cheney. I would believe it was Dick Cheney. Yeah, I definitely 100% believe that. Okay, so my story. Uh, so in late 19th century Egypt, there was a sarcophagus discovered and the description of the picture on it was a woman of strange beauty with a cold expression. Uh, however, the sarcophagus didn't have a mummy inside. It was just an empty box. It was called a mummy board. The oh. box's inscription, though, suggested that it was owned by a high priestess uh, of Amun-Ra. So it belonged to someone and it was meant to house someone. 
but the mummy was missing. Um, the oh. box was purchased by a man named Thomas Douglas Murray, uh, and shortly after, weird things started to happen. Uh, so, Murray was out duck hunting down the Nile, so he's still living in Egypt after purchasing it, and he's duck hunting. And his gun misfires and injures his arm. And on his, he's basically he's like he's on his way to the hospital, but before he can get there, because this is the 19th century, obviously he's not going to be immediately taken to a hospital. But his arm becomes infected, and they had to amputate his arm. And this was the first victim of the mummy's curse. Within the next year, I mean, good. Yeah, true. I can't feel like, my arm. Don't buy. You can't feel your arm. <laughs> no. Did you? Well, feel a mummy. Speaking about the mummy's curse is thought to bring about the mummy's curse, so I'm actually cursing us all right now. Oh. Why are you doing this? We're in the oh, middle like of that, a pandemic. It's like that doll that we saw in Vegas. Yeah, Peggy the oh. doll. Also talking about her. Yeah. Uh, can bring. Hi, so we're talking about. Now we're talking about two cursed objects. So we're all gonna die. Ooh! Thank God. Um, please, so please greet within her. A, please greet her. Within a year of please him buying her. your <laughs> hello, no, Peggy. No, 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 Paul. You need to greet her. Thank you, Natalie. Hello, Peggy. It's a pleasure. Thank you. Um, you at home, please greet her, or shit's gonna get bad for us all. Yeah, we also have to say Thank bye. You. We can't forget to say goodbye at the end of the episode. Oh yeah. <laughs> bye, Peggy. Well, we won't say bye, bye now. Peggy. Okay, bye, Peggy. Oh. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Right, uh, so with, within, within a year of uh, this guy buying the box, all three of his servants died. They had all touched the box, and they all died in like mysterious ways. It doesn't go into how they died, but in 12 months, all three of his servants died. That's a little weird. Yeah, coronavirus. Um, shortly after that... Coronavirus! <laughs> Uh, shortly after that, the box uh, went into the hands of a Mrs. Warwick Hunt, um, and she reported that she Warwick's had grandmother. <laughs> yes, um, also related to Warwick Davis. Um, mm. mm -hmm, mm -hmm. She was a little person. Um, yeah, <laughs> she re <laughs> she reported that shortly after she got the box that. Uh, she underwent considerable financial losses. I'm assuming she just lost a lot of money. She lost her house. She lost all of her savings. Um, so she decided to donate the the mummy board to the British Museum, where it still remains, as far as I know. It didn't say that it's changed hands since then. Um, so all of these stories that were surrounding the mummy led to a journalist named Bertram Fletcher Robinson to write about it. Um, is that your poop? However, <laughs> no, that was um, Buck Fuckle. Buck Fuckle. <laughs> Although oh, okay. the name Bertram oh, Fletcher Robinson is also a wonderful name. He had a wonderful name. Who is Sebastian Appleby? That's Paul. That's the well. Okay, okay wait. Well, uh, Sebastian. You you know Sebastian? Uh, oh, that's true. <laughs> I don't want to give it away, but you know Sebastian. <laughs> yeah, yes, I do. I know Sebastian. <laughs> Although I couldn't if remember if it was Applebee or Applegate. <laughs> I do. Miss Either way. Him. 
Also, why? Are, okay, we're we're subs- we're obsessed with Apple names because um, what's his face? Uh, I can't think of it. Who lives in San Francisco? Who owns the deli shop? Albertine Dolomite. Albertine Dolomite wasn't his sister-in-law named Carolyn Appleby? <laughs> yes. Relation? <laughs> I don't know. It, it's definitely a relation. This is the body, the blood, the Michelada uh, connected universe, the cinematic universe. Mm-hmm. I think we just love uh, like apples. I think we think apples. Are we love apple. What is wrong with us? Because Nellie made apple bottom jeans so um, we could run. That's true. That's true. It's true. Because otherwise, nothing else could contain this. Mm-hmm. Okay, Go so um, Bertram Fletcher Robinson. So he wanted to write about the the weird stuff going on with this mummy box. However, shortly after he started investigating it, he died. Um, it doesn't say how he died, yep. but he just suddenly died. Um, that was the last uh, victim of this mummy board. Until a few years later, when the RMS Titanic was uh, going to set sail. So there was a rumor going around that on board of the Titanic, the same mummy board was loaded on because it had been sold to a buyer in the United States. So it was being transported from uh, the UK to the United States. However, later it was uh, discovered that this was a false rumor that was started by like random journalists at the time for some reason, because the sarcophagus is still at the British Museum. Later they were like, oh shit, let's go check, and it was still there. But, and this is true, there was a journalist named William Steed who was aboard the Titanic um, during its maiden voyage. He was invited to Carnegie Hall by President Taft, so he was going as a guest of the president. He, Steed, just happened to be a friend of Murray, who was the original purchaser of the mummy board years and years ago. Um, Stead was also... He was also one of the first people to write about it. Since he was friends with Murray, he started writing about it almost immediately. Um, so he was one of the first people to actually put out articles about the mummy board and when it was found. Um, while he was on the Titanic, other passengers who survived the uh, sinking of it yeah, relayed that they had talked to Steed and he had told them stories about the mummy and about how it was cursed and he was just telling basically anyone who would listen about all these horrible things that happened to people who own the box. Um, and it's believed that him speaking it out loud and talking about it and telling all these passengers, that is the reason that the Titanic sank was that the, he cursed everyone because he just wouldn't shut up about the stupid money box. And unfortunately he was one of the people to die on the Titanic. Ooh. Yeah, unfortunately, you're good riddance. Um, I mean, he was just a journalist. He was just really excited about what he was doing. Mm. He just wanted to tell anyone who would listen about his weird mummy stories, and that's pretty much it. It's about a weird mummy. Um, it's definitely cursed. All of these people have 
had horrible things happen to him who have come into contact with this. All of the people who have written about it. I have now written about it because I typed out notes, so I'm going to die. Um, I've also told you guys about it, so you might die. Um, all of our listeners as well. Um, so I have now cursed That's this fine. podcast. We've been looking for curses lately. Podcast. So, you know. Cool. Cool. During a pandemic, Paul. Way to go. Way cool, to go. Cool, cool. Cool, 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 You're cool, welcome. Cool. Uh, drink a lot before you die. Yes. Mm-hmm. And since you don't know when that's going to be, just drink a lot forever. Yes, okay, just keep drinking. point there. Mm-hmm. See, I don't know when I'm gonna die, so I'm um I'm always in a midlife crisis. Yeah, yeah, I feel that. I feel mm-hmm. that too. Um, what else? What else? Oh, so um, before the recording today, um, I posted a Instagram question for our listeners. Yes, yes, yes. And it was, was Jack out of Roses League? Let's uh, give you the results. Yeah, 100%. Jack Jack was so much better than Rose. Rose was a stuck-up bitch. um, And Jack was, like, really level-headed, and he was cool. And he was so hot. That was 100%, by the way, yeah. Complete. Nobody nobody denied that that was... um, No, no. So. Because Rose should have died, and Jack should have lived. Yeah. What did she have to offer to the world? Nothing. What did she what exactly? Did what did she go on to do? She art, art. Natalie, he was drawing and his, his French his girls. free his uh-huh. free spirit. What did she have to offer? She went on. She was a rich housewife. Yeah, basically. Or what else was she supposed to be in that time? And then she went, and then she went back years later, and she threw the fucking what is it called, the heart of the sea or whatever, into the ocean. Like what a bitch. Well, you have me there. Yeah. <laughs> she was. She Although was a you know bitch. what's sad? You know how like in the end it's implied that she dies, and like in her her version of heaven, she like sees him again. Yeah, she goes what back to see everyone. What does that say about her husband? That he he waited there. <laughs> Like, he, uh, he didn't matter. Question about like, <laughs> like marriages so and She was just trying to get through her bullshit marriage so she could go see Jack Dawson. <laughs> yeah, like that's so sad. That she's on her deathbed. She's like, "Thank her- God, I'm done with all of you." Yeah, I mean, her granddaughter was there too. Life is prison. <laughs> this is the worst time I've ever had. It's the only time. It's the only time. Anyways, what did we talk about last week? Um, last oh, week, last I think week we, we talked about something really classy. Um, what was it? It was like stories about classy things. Yeah, like classy so things. classy. So classy. Um, um, oh, I, I gave you your pooscopes. Yes. Um, oh, those and were I w- all real, by the <laughs> way. I worked very hard. Please take them to heart. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I want to clarify. So for our St. Patrick's episode, I talked about the vampire of Deary. That was real. That was some pathetic ass vampire. 
Mm-hmm. Um, last week, I talked about how that's Matthew McConaughey awesome. was building a toilet you could take hiking. I wish that was true. It's not, sadly. Um, but I, I do believe that Terry Hatcher has like little rabbit poop and that she's constipated constantly. <laughs> that makes that's sense. That's true. Yeah. I, I don't remember what I talked about. I know I talked about random shit. I'm, I'm pretty sure I made it all up because I didn't write any random notes. Oh, you know what? You know what? That guy no, that man, who was constipated from birth. Poop. Yeah, that was true. That was all true. He had 26 pounds of poop removed from his body and it was true. That was a true story. That bothers me so much. Yeah, it was disgusting. Oh, God. Like, yeah, Jesus Christ, how do you live your entire life not pooping? But I'm telling you, it, it couldn't have been that he wasn't pooping. It had to be that, like, he just wasn't pooping everything that was in him. Yeah, it, well, yeah, it had to have been. Because it, he had to have, like, like a weird pocket in his stomach or something where it's not pooping. Because <laughs> he, was, he was still, wasn't he just pooping a little bit, just not everything? Like, it well, wouldn't that's I don't what know. I'm, that's what I'm saying. There has to be, like, a weird, like, little pocket where uh-huh. his poop goes. Because, like, I feel like you might explode at any point. Yeah, you have to. You yeah, would die. No. Yeah, like, you would die. Can you pass gas? I don't know. Like, or you'd be like a bird if you give him aspirin. <laughs> don't do that, by the way. Isn't that, like, blow <laughs> him horrible. up or something? Yes. Yeah. Oh, I've, I've never blown up a bird. <laughs> I've never blown up a bird either. I don't know. It sounds like you know how to do it. She's giving us detailed instructions right now. It's really how to blow up a bird. It's like, oh, by the way, everyone, don't make bombs and place them in public. Well, like you don't just you don't just bring up shit like that. Like, oh, by the way, don't have a homemade meth lab in your basement. Yeah, so that's super Don't sketch. tell me what to do, Paul. Um, you just <laughs> told us what to do. Don't yeah, you told us aspirin the bird. See, that's like one of those things where you're like Don't mix myth- methamphetamines with Coke. It's a wild ride. That's gonna make me wanna do that. Like, why would you tell me that? Because it sounds fun. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You want us to blow up birds with aspirin. Hmm. We're, we're on to you well the birds aren't real anyways they're just owned by the government so it makes That's so true. if they do blow up it's reagan fine got rid of them reagan got rid of the real the birds, birds and now they're all spy them. drones uh-huh okay okay i've been telling natalie about these interactions that i've been having with that person who's like offering editing services they just uh-huh. messaged me back okay oh, no. so this now because this morning they had messaged just out of the blue because it's been a few days since they talked to me and asked hey do you need somebody to edit Why are and I was they like, no. still talking to us i don't know but this person we said edit um, our own shit yeah he's like how do you edit your audio i was like oh i use reaper i use that program to edit our audio and then he said okay bro I'm like, what? first of all, rude. First of what all, rude. Fuck? How dare you you um, think I'm a bro? Because that's just condescending. What is wrong with this person? Second of all, what's he, 
do you not Wait, want business because like what? you make me want to tell every other podcast to not do business with you because like, you're what the weird. fuck is your problem dude whatever brah like dude <laughs> you're trying to do business with us <laughs> it's like that tactic where you insult the person you want them to do something you're like hey you fucking uh-huh. skank why don't you come over here <laughs> la, 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 la. okay that works with girls with low self-esteem <laughs> yeah <sighs> that's true not podcasters I with low self-esteem am a raging bitch <laughs> i will fight you do you need someone to edit your podcast you bitch and you're like oh no <laughs> okay if they said that i would respect them more <laughs> Uh, God. <laughs> Maybe that's how we should do it. That's and how we like, should. Um, hey, Yang, do you want to hear about this new podcast? I'd be like, fuck yeah, I do. That's how we should. <laughs> what's it called? I can't think of the word. Network. That's how we should network. We should just message other podcasts yeah. and be like, hey, you fucking piece of shit. Your podcast is terrible. Um, what's up? <laughs> you want to bang or what? Like, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> you, you down the clown? What's, like, the, what's, up? what's the equivalent of a podcast sending a dick pic like do we send like like uh like a picture of a like a microphone oh, without the little garlic, cushion on um, it what's that horrible g- something with garlic bread they just kept spamming us <laughs> <laughs> they can't even make their own garlic bread i they know where do you get your garlic bread and i'm like what are you fucking talking about <laughs> i make it because i'm an adult <laughs> and then i listened to one episode of their podcast i made garlic bread the other day in like two seconds garlic. exactly mm. See, garlic you bread. listen to their podcast because you're like what is up with these fuckers <laughs> i even made like, my own bread i made homemade spicy. french bread and i made homemade garlic bread and it took me like not even that much time yeah, take that garlic bread podcast, you fucking <laughs> You stupid fucking piece of crap. Watch they actually like listen to us. They listen to <laughs> <Sorry>. us. <laughs> We're drunk. Don't listen to us. Actually, we love you. Actually, actually. actually. Um, they're from Canada and we have and we actually, have regular listeners from Canada so it could very well be them. They Sorry, they from the region in Canada that they're from. Wait, they're in Canada. They're, where they're Safeway from. in Canada? Yeah, well, yeah. Like, they were closing down Safeways in Canada, though. So oh, okay. That's their complaint. They weren't sure where they were going to get garlic bread from. <laughs> it. It's not hard. Even cheap garlic bread is not hard to make. You know what you could do? Get like a regular piece of white bread. Yeah, that's what and, I'm like, saying. Like, yes. it up and put like some yes. garlic salt on that. We've all done that. We've all made Perfect. the struggle garlic Perfect. bread. Yeah. That's delicious. It's delicious. Delicious. Especially when it you're is poor. actually really good. Yeah. 
Anyways, I guess we're going to end the recording because it's one hour and 13 minutes in. That's fine. They can listen to us now. talk about random shit. We have to plug all our stuff, though. Yeah. Like, uh, BB Michelada okay. on Instagram, um, I Twitter. I always, yeah, we're BB Michelada, Instagram, Twitter, Tumblr, oh, Patreon. Uh, YouTube, Patreon. Check us out on Give Patreon. us money. Though I have, um, for right now. <laughs> we're poor now. You can offer donations, but I have paused payment plans for y'all for the month of April, just because, um, uh, I mean, we're not doing anything, and y'all's are just sitting there right now, anyhow. But I'd give you a break. If anyone plays Animal and, Crossing, uh, um, hit me up. Slide into my DMs. I'll play <laughs> Animal Crossing with you. <laughs> Um, you could find his Instagram page on our Instagram page. It's linked in his, our description. If you want to send me dick pics, that's fine too. Um, I'm open to that. Go ahead. Send us all dick pics. That would be fun. Send it straight to the BB Mitchell Audit DMs. Send them and then, uh, Sophie will share them with me. Yes. Yes. And then we'll we'll discuss them. And then we'll let you know we'll what break we Break them down bit by bit. You know what? Boob pictures, too. I'll look at your boobs. I'm not into it, but you know what? I'll look yeah. at them. Yeah! I mean, if you have nice ones, share it. Yeah, why not? You know. We, we appreciate art. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, if you've ever exploded um, a my- bird, uh, let us know. <laughs> Message Sophie. Actually, She's very. Interested you know what? In that don't concept. let me know. message Sophie directly. Um, don't message me. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear about you exploding birds. That's weird. Why would you I say that? Don't. I have a thing about animal don't. abuse, and it makes me hurt. Um, don't. Sophie do it. wants all of your exploded bird pictures. <laughs> um, I again would like to thank uh, Bradley Parsons for creating our intro and outro. He's amazing. Um, I'm going to try and thank him in every episode because I just really love our theme thank song. Thank you, Bradley. I love the theme song, He's too. Great. And our April Fool's concert. theme yeah. song was amazing. So so good. I want to just reuse it every now and again just because. So <laughs> Maybe for special episodes. <laughs> Yeah, uh, that sounds good. Um, should we? I don't know if anyone would be into it. Just maybe at, ask, and we might be able to do it. Um, since we're all home right now, maybe we could do like a live cast episode eventually. And you know, I wonder if anyone would listen to us people. live. I feel like if I we did a live know. episode and no one listened, really that'd be really upsetting. What did that yeah. be so sad? It's just us. <laughs> 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 It'd be like we're I would be so sad. Uh, yeah. Okay. Aww. But um. I think if we had a book but, signing and no one showed up. <laughs> oh, we should write a book. Like collaboratively, okay. we should all write a book. Ooh, okay. okay. What about if one of us does the intro, one of us does the body, one of us does the conclusion, but all we know about the other people's parts is like the name of the characters. <laughs> Ooh, okay, we should we don't do know that. anything about them. <laughs> Can I do the body since I'm the body? Yes. Yes. We uh, should do that for I'll this month. We should just by the end of April, we should finish this book and publish it on Amazon as an ebook. 
him down. Let's go. Because you can do that. You can publish them basically for free. And then I want to sell it for like three bucks. There is an erotic book called The Neighbor Knocks Twice, or The Stranger Knocks Twice or something, and that's what it is. It's a bunch of people that came together and they just wrote an erotic book without knowing the other part of the book. Okay, I need this right now. I'm going to read it. I'm gonna I, read should all- I think it actually did really well. I think we should By alternate way, chapters. We should totally do every third chapter. Book reviews starting okay. this Tuesday on our YouTube channel because I recorded one and I keep reading because I'm bored. So check that out. Um, I, I think somebody again. in the next room just died. So oh. I need to go. Aw, okay. Calvin. So. It sounded like something a lot fell. Something a lot mm. Some Something a lot fell. If all, I can't speak anymore. Um, be safe, everyone. Um, Don't die. They're now saying to wear uh, face coverings if you are going to be going out in public. So yeah, like, if you go do that, wear, be safe. But like a thick cloth face covering, they said. Paper coverings don't mm-hmm. aren't as effective. Also, and you can make homemade ones out of t-shirts and stuff, but just make sure it's like a thick cloth. And what they're what they haven't really been saying, but I have heard it does help, is if you have sunglasses or glasses, um, or anything that'll cover your eyes that you could actually see out of, um, that they're recommending you do that so nothing gets in your eyes while you're out, because it acts as protection. I wear glasses anyway, so it's not a problem. Yeah, I wear glasses. So Paul, wear your sunglasses out if you need to go. Okay, I'm actually not going anywhere. I sent Irene to the store today because I didn't want to go outside. Okay. Because I'm afraid, but she doesn't care. I my mom because she needed some stuff. Also, Irene has an N95 mask, so she's okay. Uh, Ooh. That makes sense. Fancy. I know, she's fancy. My dad has like a big-ass gas mask, but I don't want to wear that. Oh my god, wear help? it out, please. <laughs> yeah, it's it's like a big it's so that you can't you can go into like chemical places. Oh my god. Yeah. Go to the I don't wear them because it makes that. me really it's really hot and I never had a reason to wear it before. Yeah. Just wear it but to now I guess desperate times. Yeah, go to the store wearing it. You'll scare everyone. Okay. 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 We'll see you All next right. week. Maybe post pictures of it. So that we can I don't think Ooh, yes. anything scares me anymore. Like, people come to the bank with those big ass masks on, and I'm like, whatever. What do you want? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't assume you're going to rob me now or you're crazy. Yeah. But, yeah. All right, guys. Stay safe. Um, we'll catch you next week um by the way i'm now posting all of our episodes on wednesday because april 1st landed on a wednesday and i'm just gonna keep it up cool okay that works